Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it is your boy, Stevie Jobber. And it's your boy, Dangerous Duke. And welcome back to the Dangerous Jobbers podcast, putting wrestling over one podcast at a time. Yes, sir. This is episode 110. And before we go any further, I would tell you where to find us, but I'm realizing Duke does it better. So for right now, I'm going to let him take it. Duke, tell him before we go any further where they can find us. Oh, man, come on. You know you do a good job. I'm okay. I'm okay. All right. Well, since you're going to hand it to me, I guess I'll take the ball and run with it. Guys, you already know the deal. You can find us on all types of platforms anywhere. You can find us on Instagram at Dangerous Jobbers Podcast and at Dangerous Jobbers. You can find us on Facebook, Dangerous Jobbers Podcast. You can find us on Twitter as well at Dangerous Jobber. And you can't forget our TikTok. You can't forget our YouTube page and also the website, DangerousJobbersWebsite.com. You can connect to us on all those platforms. You can vote on things. You can check out some articles, some dope videos. So make sure if you haven't checked those those platforms out, make sure you check them out because you're missing an awful lot. All right, man. Moving on, let's get to the wrestler of the pod, who's an honorary wrestler of the pod. Duke, tell them who we got today. Yeah, man. So we have an unofficial honorary wrestler of the pod. It's not an honorary oose, but it's an honorary wrestler of the pod. <laughs> this man, you guys know him. He is a former NWA cruiserweight champion, or excuse me, HWA cruiserweight champion. He's a former ROH world champion, former WWE cruiserweight champion, a current WWE producer who just so happens to be having the last match of his professional career. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Jamie Noble. Yes. Had to put Jamie Noble in there, man. Had to give this man his flowers and give him his props having his last match, going out on his terms, in his hometown, no less. You just you, you can't get better than that. So the honorary wrestler of the pod this week, Jamie Noble. And yeah, man, hopefully I, I love Jamie. I, I love Jamie since he was in jean shorts with Nydia. Mm-hmm. Um, even through the tough time recreating the Bulldogs with um, – Oh my gosh. Well, somebody else that I really love whose name escapes me at the moment. But yeah, even when he was in the Bulldogs with the fake chains and mm-hmm. trying to re pull off that gimmick, I love Jamie Noble. Yeah. And, and that man just, he, he had hilarious moments with almost anybody he interacted with. Absolutely. Him and Jimmy Absolutely. Wang Yang put on some great stuff. Him and yes. Ray putting on some classics. Yes. He's, um, Billy Kidman, um, Billy Gunn. He just he had some great moments with a lot of people. Yeah, man. He was a he was a really good one on TV. He just he so much charisma. Mm-hmm. You know, you think back to his uh it would have been amazing to see his stuff with our truth nowadays. Yeah. He was like a big comic relief back then, but he again he was so good still. Mm-hmm. So and hopefully Triple H can <clears throat> maybe cough, cough, nudge him into one more appearance in January. Just yeah, I mean, who knows? Uh, you know, anything is possible. Anything nowadays with Triple H at the helm, right? Anything is possible. All right, but shout out to Jamie Noble, honorary wrestler of the pod. Now, this past uh, Saturday, mm-hmm. we had a premium live event in a pay per view 
and we're going to get to the pay-per-view first. Just going over the results, as all of you know, at least I would think if you're listening to this podcast, which if you're not, that's fine too. You know, I don't want to scare anybody away. But this past Saturday was Ring of Honor's final battle, uh, the final Ring of Honor event of the year. Um, Let's just run through the card. Yeah, because this is a pretty big card. They had a lot of matches, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. I want to say it was like 13, 14 matches altogether between the pre-show and then the actual main event. But we're not going to go over the pre-show stuff because they had like four matches on there. So we're just going to stick. (laughs) Yeah, we're we're just going to stick to the main card. Keep it simple. Keep it light. And we're just going to go through the results. So the first match that aired was Blake Christian and A.R. Fox. They faced off against Rush and Drillistico. I know I butchered that name, but A.R. Fox and Blake Christian wound out pulling it off and getting the W here. Surprising. A little bit of a surprise there for me, but I mean, I'm an A.R. Fox guy, so I can't complain. Mm. Um, And then we had Athena versus Mercedes Martinez for the ROH women's title. No comment. No comment for you, but I'm going to comment. Athena came out on top and won the ROH women's title, and I'm not going to lie, I am I am A-OK with it. <sighs> Mercedes had her time in the sun. Mercedes could have went a little longer, maybe, but... It's overdue for Athena. She she need, she needed to get some type of good things going. I'm just I'm just you know, there's a lot of time in the sun, but not a lot of time on TV. Fair point. Fair point. And then the next match we had on the docket: Swerve and Our Glory defeating Shane Taylor Promotions. Eh, you know it's, it was it was a match that was there for me. I'm more ready for Keith Lee versus Swerve Scott. Point right. Yeah, that's what I'm ready for. Keith accidentally knocked out Swerve. Swerve, so Swerve left him high and dry. Keith finished the job on his own. Um, and then, I guess then Swerve end up slapping Keith at one point. Um, probably in retaliation after he accidentally KO'd him. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know at one, that. I know at one point within these past couple of weeks, he slapped Keith Lee like he just slapped the slapped the piss out of him. Mm. And then we had Embassy. Versus Dalton Castle and the boys for the mm-hmm. six-man tag titles, mm-hmm. which in kind of a surprise, the Embassy beat Dalton Castle and the boys. Corny. Yeah, like I would have rather had seen Dalton Castle keep the belt. They got to keep Brian Cage in there somehow. They got to keep Brian Cage happy. You think? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know how. I don't know how he happy. left and came back, probably to some promises. Well, I don't know how happy you could be in a six-man division, but hey, you know, when you're Brian Cage. It's something. Yeah. Next, we have Wheeler Yuta versus Daniel Garcia for the pure title. And I'm not going to lie, this one was a little bit of a banger. They they went back and forth a little bit, but Wheeler Yuta wound up defeating Daniel Garcia for the pure title via referee stoppage. I'm thoroughly surprised. Um, first and foremost, let's go Philly. Mm-hmm. I'm thoroughly surprised Wheeler won it back. It didn't seem like he had a lot of momentum. And Daniel Garcia, as of late, has been built up as like him. Yeah, they've been they've been actually doing all right by Daniel. 
Like is like you remember when Hangman was the guy, you know, mm-hmm. like he was unproven, but he was you could tell the company had their their future plans set around him. Yeah. And that didn't quite work out. But this Daniel Garcia build is 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 doing it for me. Mm-hmm. So I was surprised really you'd have won it back, but you know, shout out to Philly. Yeah, they they I think they probably have some more stuff for the both of them because they do great stuff together. Yeah, and Wheeler's Wheeler when he turned that when he turned that extreme on, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's he's quite entertaining. So I'll say Wheeler is. I don't know if this is going to be a fair comparison, but Wheeler is a little bit like Grisham in the sense of he won't be great with everyone, but mm-hmm. when he has great moments with certain people, you just got to keep running. It. You, yeah. You so feel it. like he can do, he can do pre- pretty decent or average with everyone. But when you just have that right person to put them with, you just got to milk it until you can. It's just a chemistry thing. Yeah. yeah. I feel you. And then next up on the docket, we have, in my opinion, the best match of the night. Like I know exactly the, what you're talking about. Kick the main event's ass, kick the match, the co-main event, whatever you want to call it. Probably should have went last. The Briscoes versus FTR for the ROH tag titles mm. in the double dog collar match. Mm-hmm. Talk about an ass whooping. And boy, oh boy, it did not disappoint. That was probably match of the night. Actually, not even probably. It was match of the night for me. You know what them boys going to do. Mm-hmm. And it ended in no surprise for me. Briscoe's defeating FTR for the ROH tag titles. I was pleasantly surprised. I was very much rooting for the Briscoes, mm-hmm. but I wasn't sure. I'm never sure when it's FTR anymore because they just win. They just be winning shit. Yeah, like, they, they I, got you know, they got like 18 tag titles on yeah, the right now. Yeah, so it's, it wouldn't even be a surprise. It'd be like um, you've heard of the term like on the internet, like low Cena wins. Mm-hmm. Like that's I'm I'm pretty much there with FTR. So yeah, this was a pleasant surprise. But I mean, I knew the match was gonna be great because that's what them boys do. That's what they do. So I'm I'm happy. I'm happy they're champs again. I'm happy that there is an ROH original holding the tag division down at the end of it. That mm-hmm. is purely like. New school ROH. Um, yeah, yeah. And you know what? I'm I'm starting to like sense a theme now that you said that, because in the match before the main event, Samoa Joe versus Juice Robinson for the ROH TV title, in which Samoa Joe handedly, in my opinion, defeated Juice Robinson. And again, not a surprise here. I think it was perfect for them to keep the belt on Joe. Samoa Joe is the king of television. Yes. And I dare you, if you have a problem with it, to say it to his face. <laughs> He's the king of television. Did you see the way? And him and Juice was great, but did you see the way he whooped Darby's tail? Yeah. Yo. Uh-huh. The ass whooping he gave Darby Allen was on another freaking level. Credit to uh, Darby for taking that ass whooping. Credit to Darby Allen. I mean, God. (laughs) Pour that ass up one time. Pour that ass up, bro. I felt like I I was watching a Brock Lesnar match. 
<laughs> I, I felt like I was watching Brock Lesnar versus Mikey Whipper. <laughs> I was going to say Zach Gowan. I was I was about to say Mick Foley, but Mick Foley would have had a better chance. Yeah, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm thinking of somebody that just like you want him to have a chance, but virtually it's 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 a no. I'm I'm seeing Mikey Whipwreck. <laughs> he would give it his best, but oh my god, <laughs> oh just my the ass whooping that's coming. It was it- terrible, man. I mean, oh my goodness, he let him get his signatures off, and that was it. Mm-hmm. You you got these girly punches in, but I'm twice. I'm like three times your size. I eat you for breakfast. I take Dude, shits bigger than you, little boy. Seriously, he was whooping his behind. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, just Joe. tearing right in. And I'm glad Joe's having fun, and I'm glad Joe's back to feeling like the threat Joe. that he is. You know, mm-hmm. Joe's gonna kill you. Mean something again? Yeah. So I'm happy about that. And then we have in the main event of the last ROH show of the year, mm-hmm. Claudio Castagnoli defeating Chris Claudio. Jericho for the ROH world title. I was very surprised. Really? Yes. No. I I kind of was I was I was surprised. I was I I can't even hold you. I very much thought Jericho was going to find a way out of this. I was more surprised at the ending. Mm. So the the way it ended, for those of you who haven't watched it, Claudio got Jericho in the swing. Yes. And Jericho tapped while in the swing. Yes. That surprised me. That's never been done before, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think that's ever been done either. So, interesting. I think I wonder if that's going to be like a continuing thing. You like know? I didn't even have to submit you to make you quit. I don't know, man. That that would be a cool. I mean, it'd be it'd be it'd be weird to orchestrate into a video game, but it, it, I don't like know. You just got to keep tapping the button. And keeping them swinging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, and then what I, happens when your person, what happens when you break out of it? Your person just gets tired? Or some like audio, <laughs> right, right. Audio yeah, just gets tired and that's how you lets it go. Uh, he gets dizzy know. and then falls. So that's interesting. But, I mean, hey, congratulations to Claudio. Two-time always, world champion now. Two-time always champion, Willie Udick. Strong night for the combat club. Claudio been out less than a year and already a two-time world champion. Mm. It's true. So, I mean, good for Claudio, man. Uh, I don't know where they go from here. I mean, I think the bigger story is the announcement that they made after. Are you talking about the the TV? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so if you guys haven't heard, ROH announced that they're going to be showcasing weekly episodes, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be on TV. It's going to be on the ROH network. What I gathered from this is nobody wants to put ROH on TV. That's what I'm getting. That's exactly what I'm getting. So, disappointing. 
Yeah, because I, I, I was kind of hoping ROH made it on TV. Oh, my God. So they're not going to be on YouTube. They're not going to be. <sighs> See, I, this is the hard thing about it, right? When TNA went off of TV, mm-hmm. or when they changed networks into, like, the Guide Channel. Yeah. Or wherever they were. Um, and now they're on AXS, which isn't much better. It's better because I can watch it if I have Xfinity, as I realized the other day. But it's not great if you're somebody that didn't have Xfinity like me before this. Or if you had like regular cable from like Verizon. Yeah. You can't scroll through and just find impact. Well, you can find it on Spectrum. You'd have to, you'd have to, yeah, you'd have to like type it in and like really search for it. Mm-hmm. It's not just there for your viewing pleasure as easily as every other show is. It would basically be like Impact being, all right, we're just going to be on the Impact Wrestling Plus app. Yeah. From now on. It's like, uh, am I that invested in what you have right now to be paying the money for your history? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what I took from it was either one of two things. A, either nobody wanted ROH on TV or on their network. Yes. Or B, Tony might need money for ROH. Mm. It could be one or the other. I'm more, I'm hoping it's more A and nobody wanted ROH on TV. Mm-hmm. If it's B, then we're in trouble. Well, not us. They're in trouble. Yeah. Before they even get out the gate. But I easily would have been like, I don't know, man. I easily would have turned rampage off and we're like hey we're gonna yeah friday's ring of honor for two hours yeah and then at that point all you gotta do is get rid of the tbs title and even then i mean sure jade cargo's or move it just move it i don't know have certain women in the well, you already got the ROH women's title. Move some people in the division into ROH. So just like AEW had AEW women's title and the TBS title, have the ROH title and the TBS title. If you well, run the show two no, hours, it's not a problem. I think I just got an idea. You know how the, the pure title is under like pure rules? Yeah. Change the TBS title and make it the TBS pure championship and just leave it for the women. Mm. And then the women can have pure rule fighting matches. Yeah. And then as long as you have women that know what they're doing technically, that's not a problem. And I think Jade can do that for a little bit. And my first idea would be hire Ali Catch. We wouldn't sign Willow, but Ali Catch is 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 she would have made my list too for like top indie women. Ali Catch mm-hmm. is the shit, Loki. Like she's 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 she knows how to be technical and entertaining. Yeah. She's like a she's like a woman's Zack Sabre Jr. But not to digress, they should just put the TBS title on on ROH. Make Rampage ROH, make it two hours, start it at nine o'clock, because I know you're still scared of SmackDown. Yeah. Put it on at nine o'clock, so you're only getting in that first hour, or that mm-hmm. last hat, that last hour of SmackDown. Yeah. Low Run low matches. You know, run a high match at that first 15 minutes to 20 minutes 
and then run some mid card stuff for the end from nine to ten, nine thirty, ten o'clock, and then hit them hard. You know what I'm saying? Do your normal main event field rampage, but just make it ROH. Yeah. That seems like the easiest thing to do for me, but if nobody wants to take it, nobody wants to take it. My yeah, my mean, my thing for now is you've moved this to the app, which if you were already paying for the app for the legacy of ROH, that's great. Mm-hmm. But if you weren't paying for it like me, and you don't <laughs> know what the whole Ring of Honor roster is going to look like, like me, why would I be paying money to watch this? TV product, I don't, I don't, I, I still don't know what the direction is going to be for. Yeah, the roster, I don't know. Well, you know, it's, it's so much I've, of risk here. I've come to the conclusion that I'm gonna, I'm gonna bite the bullet and buy it for like two to three months, and then if it's not what I expect it to be or I don't like it, I'm just gonna cancel it. I'm, I'm gonna give them the two to three month courtesy period of. Matter of fact, we'll say two months. I'm gonna give them the sixty day trial period. Yeah. And after 60 days, if I'm not satisfied with my purchase, I will cancel my subscription and no longer give them my services. Which seems fair. 60 days is a good point. 60 days is a good good, feeling out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 60 days is eight weeks. You got eight weeks to show me why I should keep this on my phone. And I've I've given a lot more time to a lot less things in professional wrestling. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So... Well, we'll see. But that's the rundown of ROH Final Battle from my side. All things considered, I, I'm giving it like a B minus. It was a good pay per view. Could some matches could have been better, but I, I, I feel comfortable with the B minus grade. I feel comfortable with a B. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. All right. Yeah. From one B show to what I feel like is another B show, I'm going to give you guys an XC deadline. Yes. Now, there weren't that many matches on there, thank goodness, because ROH had a ton of them. But I, I was I was happy with, I'll say, just about every match I saw. I didn't... I'll start right now. I'm not going to cover the main event. Low breaker one. Um, Pretty much. <laughs> there was, there was, Pretty much. There wasn't an amazing story to tell here. I don't think anybody believed Apollo Crews was about to win that belt. And it's, it sucks to say that because I feel like we're getting the probably the best Apollo Crews we've ever got. But it's Braun Breaker. But it's, it's Braun Breaker. Until they're ready to move him to main roster, he's going to win every time. Yeah. I don't think anybody's taking that belt off of him except for Carmelo Hayes, in my mm. personal opinion. But So I'm not going to talk too much about the main event because low Breaker wins. They started the night with the women's Iron Survivor match. Now, remember, mm-hmm. the, big, the big thing about NXT Deadline is that Sean is trying this new match that either him or somebody in creative came up with, which is the Iron Survivor match. Mm-hmm. Now, the rules, if I can remember them correctly, is two people start. There is a 25-minute time limit, and there is... I believe six competitors. There are two people to start. I believe every two or three minutes, another person is added. And so all six of them are in the ring. 
you get a 25 minute time limit from the start from the, of those first two people. It's every five minutes. No, I think it was five people. Oh, five people. Okay. Two people start, three people are in the back, 25 minute time limit. Every three minutes, I'm going to say another competitor comes out. Yeah. At the end of the 25 minutes, whoever has the most wins is yep. the iron survivor. If yep. you lose, however, there's a penalty box. You stay in for a minute and a half. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. I kind of like the penalty box. It sounds it sounds confusing. But if you've ever watched early 2000s TNA, the weirdness of this match is no surprise to you. No, it's not. We've if you if you've been a TNA fan, you've had the luxury of watching matches that make no sense for at least three years straight. Yeah. So I can actually wrap my head around this one. My standard is be better than the championship scramble. Yeah. And this was better than that. <laughs> it was. It told a story. I was able to keep up with it. Credit to the women. They did a really, really great job. Better than the men, in my personal opinion. Hmm. They told a story of a true, like, Iron Woman match. Yeah. They had, like, a true Iron Woman match. The wins are hard mm -hmm. to come by, and they're really out of luck and place. So they told the story of an Iron Woman match while at the same time telling the story of a five-way. Yeah. It was just, it was drawn up perfectly. Every win was shocking and meant something. Yeah, the and, and there wasn't a lot of them. And there was not a lot of them. There was somebody that came away with no wins at all. Mm-hmm. Um, which happened for both matches, but eh, the women told it great. Because yeah. nobody had more than one until the very end. Yeah. If they could get one, and it seems so hard to get one. Mm -hmm. Roxanne Perez ended up taking it in the end, which fine by me, even though I don't think she's the person to beat Mandy Rose. But great for her to be the iron survivor for the women. Um, I have more stock in Cora Jade than I do Roxanne Perez. That aside, everybody did great. Did a great job. Mm, I don't know. Are you are you more for Roxanne Perez? I think it's because I know what she did in ROH and other and elsewhere. Mm -hmm. That's why. And the ROC. Because uh, yeah. I will know it did it did make it better that Booker was like in tears. Yeah, uh, whether he was kayfaving them or not, he was. Yeah, he I, was I, tearing up at at uh, how great I, a job Roxanne did. I think that's why I'm, I was more invested in Roxy was in Roxanne. There was a story. I think that's what it is. Mm -hmm. It was. It it meant more for Roxanne's career. Um, if you had followed her for a long time, like and like I said, everybody did great. Um, I just have a little more stock in someone else at the time. But I, yeah. I look at I look at NXT like college ball. Yeah, I'm really yeah, watching it to see who are the ones and who to follow on the way up. Yeah. So, you know, I'm happy for anybody that's winning over there. Mm -hmm. um, I just had a little more stock in, in Cora Jade. But I think Cora Jade will probably be the mania person to be fighting Mandy Rose. Um, moving past that, I'm going to touch on... Isla Dawn versus Alba Fire. And we were talking oh. with this, we were talking with this before, um, before we got on air and Duke was telling me that a lot of the response has been negative towards them. 
um, and towards their match, not towards them, but towards their yeah, match. Yeah, towards the match. And while I would like to agree, I we know how good they are. Yes. If you've watched them in NXT UK, if you've watched them in the Indies, um, which I think we both have. Yes. We know how good they are mm-hmm. in general. So we know there could they could have done better. Yeah. I just think... I don't know if it was the people drawing up the match. I think they didn't get enough time to really tell the story that they were on to because I saw the promo package before because I, I rarely watch the pre-shows nowadays because they just show all the promo packages, which is mm-hmm. kind of part of the, one of the things I love most about pay-per-views. But I, I put on the pre-show this time and I saw the Isla Dawn versus Alba Fire promo package. And the credit to whoever in the in the in creative truck put that together. Brilliant package. Mm-hmm. Told their new story while telling their old story, kind of. And it just it felt like one of those really big matches. And I felt like they deserved 20 minutes to go out there and have a banger. Yeah, and they didn't. And they, and they, they had didn't. like they they had like eight or nine minutes. Right. So I just feel like they didn't get enough time to do what they wanted to do. Um, I won't say it sucked. I, I just think they did what they could do in that amount of time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the pushback is probably just frustration from the people that know how good that match could have been. Yeah. Um, but they had a solid match for the time that they had. It, it You know, it just wasn't what it could have been. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to the tag team titles. The New Day defeated Pretty Deadly, which I'm very surprised about. Um, I mean, they had a great match. They did. I I was surprised, but not surprised. I was surprised because I'm not surprised they had a great match. Pretty Deadly has been great since NXT UK. I've loved Pretty Deadly. Mm Mm-hmm. I was surprised New Day won because they're so high profile and it's not a Charlotte Flair situation Mm -hmm. where you feel like this is just for a certain amount of time because we're in mania season. Yeah. I mean, that could be the case. And if that is the case, I'm not upset about that, but I don't. It's just surprising. Like, for I mean, me, I I think they're throwing New Day a bone because New Day winning the titles. They said was them being them holding the, first, the most tag titles, like of any the, tag team of all time. It was no, like they were times. the they, no, they became the first triple crown tag champions in WWE. Oh, history. they they had the Raw tag titles. They had the SmackDown tag titles. Now they have the NXT tag titles. Okay, so they so they're the, the they're crown. the first team to be the triple crown. Are they WWE. really? Yeah, yeah. Usos never won them in NXT. Gallows and Anderson would never been to NXT to win them. Right. Um, I'm trying New to Day think. was after NXT. Yep, New Day was after NXT. And then look at all the teams that came up. Wyatt's American. never won the tag titles? Mm, no. No, but you would have to win them on both shows afterwards. Yeah. 
Huh, I guess they are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And I was going to say, remember, um, Wyatt's won them. Wyatt might have had them in NXT. They had them on Raw. They never had. I don't think they had them on SmackDown because on SmackDown, it was Harper and Randy. Right. They had a bunch of troubles with breakups and storylines and stuff. Yeah, it, it was Harper and Randy on SmackDown. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I believe it. All right, good for them, man. I mean, hey, I I said I was shocked, but I said, you know what? They fit the dynamic of what Sean is doing down there. Mm-hmm. And I can't be upset about it because I still I feel like it's a better developmental process. And honestly, I'll be totally I, honest with you. I, I don't even like, think yeah. I was going to say I don't even think they fully fit it completely. I just think Woods fits it way more than Kofi does. But yeah, but the gimmick team. fits better. Yeah, but I, 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 I like the the thing Sean's got going down there. They're Sean's type of characters and the way that they're over exaggerated. Mm-hmm. But they're all learning. They're you can tell they're all learning. They're all young, but they're also all good at the things they've been taught. Yeah. Like, there's nobody there that doesn't seem like they want it. Mm-hmm. And doesn't seem like, it seems like everybody down there is a sponge. And they're always trying to learn something new. Mm-hmm. I'm always a little impressed by whatever matches I see when I check in. Um, and it is a lot like watching college ball in the way that you just kind of scout the entire time. Yeah. I'm not as concerned about the stories. They can be overly dramatic and whatever. I'm just kind of looking for the talent. So I think and I, I think New Day helps with mentoring the talent and they match that over-exaggerated character that's not as much in Triple H's main main uh main roster right now. Yeah. So I mean it's a good move. I was just really surprised they won because I can't remember the last time besides Finn Balor that a team has gone down there. Um, that a veteran has gone down. That a veteran down has gone line. down there and it and won. Mandy. It's like Dolph. Mandy. And Mandy. And man, but Mandy was like permanent. Like Mandy made sense. Yeah. New Mandy Day had on. it. Mandy needed to go back. Mandy needed that. Yeah, I don't think New the Day New Day needed. Need I don't think the New Day needed this. I think it'll be great for the New Day. Yeah, it'll be an interesting little spell for them. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they needed it. They were already they're already you know established a fame team. Yeah, first ballot. So to come down to NXT and win, um, but I think I, I don't know. I guess it elevates the division. Yeah, I w- I would agree. And they got some good guys down there. Mm-hmm. You know. I do my scouting and there are some teams I really enjoy down there. Yeah. 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 So I, I don't know. It, it'll be fun to watch. It'll, uh, it'll keep me coming back to it, I guess. But yeah, New Day wins the tag team championships against pretty deadly. I'm not sure when they'll get it back, but it was cool. And um, moving on from there is the men's Iron Survival match, 
which was really surprising. Seeing the direction the women went in their iron in their iron survivor match, where they told such a slow, intricate story, and then getting to the men's iron survivor match where everyone was quickly penning the other person and it was kind of really spotty and it almost it was like a race they told the story of a race yeah the women told like a wrestling story they had a different producer for the men (laughs) because the men the men were racing they were they were like hey i'm not they were like what's the sleaziest fastest way i can get a win on somebody and then run for my life until I get another one. Yep. And it was because there was something, I think Waller got like two wins right off the bat or something. It was Waller, it was Carmelo Hayes. It was it, it was crazy. So they're racing all around, spot after spot after spot, win after win after win. I think there might have been one person that got no wins, which was nuts, considering mm-hmm. everybody had two until Waller got a third win in like the last 20 seconds, maybe. Yeah. 20, 30 seconds, which I think that win was off of Carmelo Hayes. Nuts. Yeah. They J- went out there and JD, Mc, uh, JD, JD McDonough, McDonough was the one who didn't get uh, my poor fucking guy, dude. Damn, Jordan. Jordan Devlin can't buy no credit with Shawn Michaels. Like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Jordan Devlin, man, but he's squandering down there, bro. Like, he's getting mm-hmm. no love, bro. Uh-huh. No love, bro. He's been in the main event picture all year. Can't get a dub to save his life. Nope. Oh, my goodness, Jordan. Sucks. But, but my man was choking in crunch time. Choking, man, choking bad. Oh, it was so it was so sad to watch, dude. They were just like all thriving around him, and he couldn't get a win to save his life. He had that one spot where he kept hitting his finish on everybody. But the problem, it, it was like, <laughs> first of all, for a minute, it felt like they was just jumping him. Mm-hmm. You know. And then he got to that spot where he was hitting his finish on everybody and could not cover anybody because they kept getting up. Like, like either one person would get up and come in the ring, one person would get up and come in the ring, one person would get up and come in. So there was too many of them. And the first one you hit was already recovered. It felt like no mercy. It yeah. felt like playing no mercy in like a fatal five way and hitting every finisher. Mm-hmm. But because the window for them to get up is so short, by the time you hit the last guy, the first one's getting up, and it is it's just it's just a yeah. just a disaster, man. But I was again pleasantly surprised. Grayson Waller took the win. It blew my mind. I swore this is Carmelo Hayes' time, and here comes no. Grayson Waller, mm-hmm. that that little Australian scoundrel, and how. And and steals the win and runs all around the ring, escaping somebody grabbing this guy. I mean, he's I, I I don't know, man. He's impressive. He's impressive. I've had my eye on him too. Straight not to the Waller, level Grace and Waller. Not not to the level of Carmelo Hayes, but I, I he's looking like Eminem out there. He's looking like John Cena. He's looking like, you know what I'm saying? Like white men can't jump and it's yes, Grace and Waller. Yes, yes. He's, he's he's looking like Jack Harlow out there, man. He's he's thriving. 
He's thriving. So Grayson Waller wins. Carmelo's pissed. I'm pissed, but I'm happy. I'm just like, happy. <laughs> Duke is just happy. But I mean, it went well, man. I, I enjoyed yeah. it. I thought the women did a better job than the men because it was less of a story with the men. But the men's was more entertaining. Like, it had more comic relief in it. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it is what it is. Um, it was just, it was crazy. And Grayson Waller came back out after the championship match to nail Breaker and mm-hmm. um, hold the belt up over him. Duke, are you ready for Grayson Waller versus Braun Breaker? Do you have Grayson Waller? I am ready. For Grayson Waller versus Braun Breaker. But ain't no way in hell Grayson Waller getting this no. name. Braun Breaker going to have it a little bit longer. It, well, it, Breaker wins. It, it depends. It depends. It depends. Oh, here we go. When are they going to do it is my question. Is it just like he can pick whenever he wants to do it? Or is it right. just going to be the next pay-per-view? Right. If it's the next pay-per-view, then no. I, I don't have uh, Waller. But if he can pick whenever he wants it, mm. then um, I'm going to take Waller. Okay. Because I'm pretty yeah. sure Braun Breaker is going to come up sooner or later. Yeah, because Walker's an opportunist. Waller's an opportunist. For sure. I mean, look at the match. You know, he's he's an opportunist. So, yeah, he's very edge methodically. So if he can pick the time and place, he he's coming away with that belt. Yeah. Um. But if it is a schedule match, then I I don't see it. I don't see it. No. I could see now. I could see what I could see happening is I could see the Mania NXT takeover with Braun, Hayes, and Waller. Yeah, and a triple threat. And a triple threat, and then I could see Waller winning. Yeah, I could it's- see any three, any one of them winning, and I could mm-hmm. see one or two of them being the one or two that didn't win being called up. Yeah. So could I, cause I could see Grayson Waller winning and then Braun and Hayes being called up. Yeah. And I think Hayes would probably be better serve on serving on raw and then Braun breaker go to smack that. Mm-hmm. Mm, definitely. Cause breakers more of a, he's more of a um, man. What do you powerhouse? Yeah, and I was gonna say you can have him and Roman do a legacy feud and Ooh, yeah. And then and then Roman can just clown his whole family legacy. Mm. Ooh, that's a promo. Mm-hmm. That's a promo. There's math in that promo. Yeah. It's gonna be funny. He's got a sixty six and two third percent chance of making it out alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's I'm I'm ready for that now. Yeah. Breakers should definitely go to SmackDown. And Hayes would kill on Raw. Oh, my God. Carmelo Hayes and Seth Rollins. Carmelo Carmelo Hayes Hayes and Johnny Gargano. Carmelo Hayes and Dolph Ziggler. And I know Dolph Ziggler is a low as well. (laughs) But (laughs) Dolph actually taking Dolph seriously, Dolph and Carmelo would be great. It would be great. Mm -hmm. I mean, you'd you'd have to give Dolph some credit first so it doesn't look like a wash. But, yeah. They could do some stuff. Carmelo Hayes and uh, who's this guy? Trick Williams. Is that his name? Who's his big bodyguard? Trick? Is that his name? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Carmelo Hayes and Trick versus the Street Profits. 
Magic. Alpha Academy. Magic. Magic. So I can no, see no, not, that. No, not Alpha. Wait, no, it's, it's uh, what, what is it? The Game Boy Academy? Oh, no, I, no, yeah, it's Alpha Academy. Oh, right. it's, it's Alpha Academy? Okay. Yeah, I can, I can see that. That's magic. Now I'm hoping they do do that. That's <laughs> the, that might be the Mania match to book. Because Hayes, Hayes got to get called up this year. Yeah. Hayes is ready. I've been scouting Hayes since he got there. Hayes mm-hmm. is ready. Yeah. He's freaking ready, man. Um, and take Trick too, because mm-hmm. I like Trick is great at his role. Um, and we need more managers, and Trick is great at what he does. So call them both up; they need it. Even if you keep Braun down there for another year, which I don't suggest, but you gotta nah. call up Hay- Hayes is ready. Yeah. So I wouldn't mind that being the match and Grayson Waller winning. But those are the results of NXT deadline. It looks like Grayson Waller versus Braun Breaker. If it's a time and place, I'm with Duke. My money's on Grayson. Um, mm-hmm. But if it is a scheduled match, he's taking his head off. Low Breaker wins. Pretty much. All right. I think the last thing we have is WWE news, right? Yeah, just just the light news for the week. Um, a lot happened, but not a lot happened in that sense. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is what did you think about the Kurt Angle birthday celebration? I loved it. I loved everything er- about it. Er- er- everything about it, right? Every- I love Triple H. I love <laughs> that he. I love that he made this possible. Mm-hmm. I love that Triple H is one of those guys that is like, oh. I think the people are telling me this is what they want. I'm going to go do what they want. Yeah. And success. I mean, it's such an easy formula. And yeah. somebody, Triple H just came along and saw it on the floor, picked it up and was like, man, I think this page is missing from the book. And it's crazy because I don't think a lot of people were clamoring for Kurt Angle to be back on TV because granted, you know, he can't wrestle. He's retired. But anytime he pops up, you're not going to complain because Kurt's pretty funny. He's hilarious. And everything, I think everything they did was pretty hilarious because you gave Kurt a backstage party yes. to celebrate his birthday. Yes. That is probably the last person you're expecting to throw a party backstage is Kurt Angle. <laughs> yes. But the party was actually hilarious. You got the Street Profits back there doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Alpha Academy trying to get in. The, the, the Gable radio- Stevenson plug. Yeah, the plug for Gable Stevenson. You got the the family affair with Kurt Angle meeting his son again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, look, I, I don't care. I, but I, I dig it. No, I dig it because... He's Kurt Angle's son for the rest of his life. Yeah, yeah. He's Kurt Angle's son for the rest of his life. This is That's the highlight of his career, if nothing else. If yeah, he like, never comes back, people are always going to stop him in the street and are like, I remember yeah, yeah, you were Kurt Angle's son. Your your dad is the man. He's gonna get how's your dad jokes for the rest of his life. And then the macaroni picture with the heart, the macaroni yes. hearts. That was so hilarious. Funny. So funny. And then oh the milk the, the milk truck with yes. Gable Stevenson too. Yes. The one thing that th- that did kind of catch me off guard though, and I don't know if it caught a lot of people, when Gable Stevenson met Braun, and Braun yes. said, "You're down at the PC, right?" Wasn't he drafted to Raw? He was drafted to Raw. So I guess they just axed that and we're going to pretend like it doesn't exist and leave him in the PC. 
until he's ready? I think so, but I hope ready is January. For the Rumble? Yes. Okay, okay. Well, we'll, even, we'll if, even if you give him a run at the Rumble and then don't have him debut to the Mania, at the Raw after Mania. Screw it. No. I mean, I want more than that. I'm, just, I'm, I'm with you. I'm just saying, no, like, I got an let idea. me see the guy in action. Like, I know what you're doing. You're trying to make sure he's fine-tuned because he's got big shoes to fill when he gets here because Kurt Angle was the last Super Olympian we had. But I, I just want to see the guy. Like, we, Look. you know what I'm saying? This is like keeping the number one draft pick on a sideline for a few years and us finally getting to see the guy. Like, I, I got it. I got an idea now. Yeah, because Kurt said he he wishes he could do his last match over. Yeah, you're not getting John. As much as we probably would have been okay with him getting John, I, I still want him to get John. Hey, look here. Why can't he get John? Look here. Here's a formula we can do that's worked before for somebody, and we can just repeat history. Okay. Okay. WrestleMania. Matter of fact, no, not even WrestleMania. Royal Rumble. Gable Stevenson enters the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Eliminates like two people. And then has a run in with Alpha Academy. Eliminates both Alpha Academy members. Mm-hmm. And as he's in there for like the next five, ten minutes, whatever. Alpha Academy runs back in, throws him over the top. Mm-hmm. That sets up a tag match at Mania. Alpha Academy. Gable Stevenson, Kurt Angle. That's Kurt's last match. Gable Stevenson's debut. Kurt had a debut match with Ronda Rousey at Mania before. Makes sense. And and you're going against somebody who's like Kurt in the sense of Can Chad I Gable. add one more thing? What's that? I need some trickery going on. I need Alpha Academy to cheat somewhere in the match. And I need I need Jordan to come down <laughs> and lay somebody out. I was gonna say have uh Gable wrap his hand with the gold medal and make sure the gold medal's in the front mm. and then hit Kurt or hit Gable. Mm. Yeah. Jo- Jordan yes. comes down. Yes. I need it. I need it. I need to see Jordan. Somehow involved in this angle. I need him to be like the <laughs> I need him to be like the extra hand that Gable can call on when needed. <laughs> oh, but but it's not a bad idea, right? It's not a bad idea. It would be a hilarious moment for us. Mm-hmm. But it would also make sense. And Alpha Academy is a comedic tag team. Mm-hmm. So it would be hilarious to see them tie in all of these family things for Jordan to come down and help even the odds. Yeah, so it that makes Gable sense. and because I, I just I just see Kurt in the middle holding up Jordan and Gable's hands. This is the <laughs> like real Kurt's Jordan. Black kids. This <laughs> is the real Jordan and Gable right here. Jordan oh Angle, Jordan and Gordon, uh, Jordan and Gable, Jordan and Gable Angle. Oh my God! <laughs> I can, you could run that for the next three months. I'm here, for, 
I want SummerSlam Jordan Alpha Academy versus Gable and Jordan. Um, I'm there. <laughs> Alpha Academy versus KBS uh, versus Kurt's Black Sons. Kurt's Black Sons. That's, that's the name of this pot. This is Kurt's Black Sons. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's got to be the title now. Kurt's Black Sons. Oh, my God. Okay, all right. Let's move on. Let's move on. All right. So, <laughs> also on Raw, we got to see them try to find a new number one contender for the Raw Women's title. Yes. And it is none other than Dewdrop. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Alexa Bliss is now the number one contender for the Raw Women's title. Stevie, what do you think of this? Are you happy? Are you mm. confused? What's going on? Expect to see Piper Niven back at the Women's Royal Rumble. Um, Alexa Bliss, number one contender. I'm here for it. Um, only because I've recently in my downtime been watching WWE's 365 documentaries again. And I went over Alexa Bliss's documentary and re-realized that um, yeah, she is her. Mm-hmm. Low-key Alexa Bliss for a good, like, three, maybe three-year stretch mm-hmm. was was her. Like, she was, she was like, she won more women's titles than anybody else. She won, she was like a two-time Raw, then a two-time SmackDown, then a two-time Raw women's champion. Mm-hmm. She, like, she she was going to fight Trish Stratus at, uh, at Evolution before yeah. her injury and then hosted WrestleMania. Alexa Bliss is her when you give her the chance in the right story. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She had Mickey James as a mentor. Uh, it just it. I'm with it. Let's show everybody Alexa Bliss is important again. Yeah, like because she she tends to get forgotten in the four horsewomen conversation because you know she she's like essentially number five on the totem pole. Exactly. When it when it came to them four horsewomen. Exactly. But I remember this. When I didn't like Becky as SmackDown Women's Champion, mm-hmm. the same way I didn't like Dean as SmackDown Men's Champion, when they called in AJ for Dean, it was like they called in Bliss for Becky. Yeah. Because Bliss took that title and ran with it. Mm-hmm. And she, it was great every it time was seeing her. Yeah. She took the title to a new place. It meant something on Alexa Bliss because it became... um very hard to see somebody beat her and we were there to see that in person well not the whole thing but we were there to see her become the number one contender for that yeah yeah so it just makes sense like it's time to show people who's important again i think they're reverting oscar back to her japanese character Mm -hmm. i think bliss getting this number one contender ship means that we're going to start seeing bliss be taken more seriously Nikki's being taken more seriously. Like I said, Dewdrop is probably coming back as Piper Niven in the Rumble. Yeah, we're 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 going back to basics with a lot of these people because exactly. it wasn't broken in the first place and we did not need to fix it. So I'm happy about this. This is a statement of change. I yes. like statements of change. I agree. I dig it. I agree 100 percent Um something that you wanted to talk about. Matt Riddle is supposedly going to be out of action for a little bit. And I don't know 
if he's injured or not or what, or maybe it's just kayfabe that they're keeping him off TV. But Solo beat the dog shit out of this boy. Uh, yeah, yeah, nah. Uh, corner turnbuckle, chair in the face, classic. It was a Uso, but it looked closer to an Umaga um, hip throw in the corner. Yeah, because and, and just I, I learned after they did all that Umaga stuff because it so happened to be the anniversary of Umaga's passing. Mm, that's why it was, that's why it was more Umaga. He did stuff. the Samoan spike. He nailed him in the corner off the strength of Umaga. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like Uncle um, Umaga was with you in spirit. You know what I'm saying? His uh, and Umaga's son just just started. Mm-hmm. It's big things going on in the bloodline, yeah. and Britta was out there doing some time fooling, and Solo took that person. Yeah, so not not on this day. No, no. not tonight. Mm-mm. Not a, not on not on Big Cuz night. Mm-hmm. Big Unk night. You know what I'm saying? Not not when not when the homie just started wrestling. I yeah. got to do something. Mm-hmm. And Force took the matters into his own hands, and I walked away like you ain't seen nothing. Mm-hmm. And half. So Solo still Ugh. out here dominating, doing I the lo- things he I does. I love it. I love it. Yeah, right? You get, Solo's doing his thing for the bloodline. He says no words, but he don't need to say no words. He he that dude. I, I, I was telling Mrs. Job the other day, he's the dude, uh, you know, when you hear a lot of rap songs, they'll reference the dude that's with them that you don't know is with them. Mm-hmm. That's Solo. Yeah. That's, that's my header right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm, I'm I'm chilling. I'm in the cut. We laughing, having a good time. But make no mistake, <laughs> if we got mm-hmm. a problem, my guy is right there. Yep, taking care of business. I dig it, man. Anything for solo, I'm on. I'm on. And Sam Roberts had a theory that I won't yet go into unless I see more signs of it. But a, a theory that puts solo to an even greater importance than he already is. It's possibly being the real embodiment of the bloodline and what it means in channeling the 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 forefathers and the ancestors. Um, Quite possible. But I won't go, I won't go into it unless there's more signs of it. But not too much it's on a, solo. Solo is solo is him. Yeah, solo is him. That's all well, I'm gonna say. Speaking of another member of the bloodline, they're teasing that Sami Zayn might be getting a new look. Yeah, I well, saw this. I, do you think he's actually going to get the new look? And if you do, what do you think this look's going to entail? Um, I just hope that... See, this is the thing. Roman scares me. <laughs> this is... No, this is the thing. So, you know, the week before this, when everybody rolls out, Jimmy held Jay behind. I was like, hey, man... um, you get a chance to talk to Sammy about lying to you. Mm-hmm. And Jay goes, nah, but Roman said he saw what he needed to see. You know what I mean? And we got that dub, so it's whatever. A mm-hmm. mm, little bit before that, they had war games. That moment, Roman looked in his eyes and he hugged him. And he had a real stone face after that. Mm-hmm. So I don't know whether he really did believe him or not. And Jay never confronted him with the lion thing. You know, 
all this could be speculation, but the fact that he holding them back, hey, get nice. Yeah, something tells me it's going to be a really important week for you next week. Mm-hmm. This I want to be happy for Sammy. I want to be like, oh, it's just going to be a new look. Seems going to trim up to be part of the bloodline. He's going to have like a real bloodline look. Or they could be about to take this thing out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking that They too. could be about to turn on ball. I'm, you know? I'm, I'm thinking that too. I'm thinking Sammy's going to clean it himself up. It could be up. what Kevin said and they're going to strike him because they don't need him no more. I, he I was think. never really one of them and they could break our hearts live on TV next week. And I really hope that's not the case, but there's a little sprinkle of that in there. Dude, what, do you, what do you think, man? I'm thinking they're going to clean him up. Roman's going to see him cleaned up. Like, Roman ain't going to see him until he gets to the ring. <laughs> and then he's going to be like, did I tell you you can do that? <laughs> did the tribal chief say to do that? Uh, you don't do like, anything unless the tribal chief says to do it. I think it's going to be something along that uh, lines. Oh, like Jay going to start. Oh, he's going to start getting him in trouble. Yeah, he's going to start trying to do oh. little things to get him in trouble. And either Sammy's going to get in trouble for that. Or Roman's going to be like, the tribal chief didn't tell you. So who told you to do it? And then he's it just going he to look, look at Jay again. He's going to look at Jay and then be like, but we family, you don't want to. He, he gonna take the bullet and be like, mm-hmm. "I wanted to do it," and then Roman's just gonna be like, "Oh man, you look good, good job. Mm. I'm proud of you. Cleaning up, trying to be a part of the bloodline. Look at you. He really does want to be family." And Jay's okay, probably gonna be like, "And then Jay's swerve. probably just gonna be like, you think it's I'm gonna be a setup? Or you, oh, okay, right. it's, it's either gonna be one of them. It's either gonna be they're gonna whoop this dude's ass, take him out because he cleaned up, or." Roman's going to get pissed because Sammy said he did it on his own. And then he's going to be like, good job. You look good. And then Jay's going to be like, you know what? Still can't get rid of this, man. Any way they go with this, I'm cool. As long as this joint don't implode. So Just don't maybe, break our hearts too much. Yeah, man. Because any every week y'all got me glued to whatever these guys are doing. I know. I'm just waiting for the day he, they turn on this man. And I'm like, no, not today. Not, I'm, I'm just waiting. But I'm like, no, don't do it yet. I feel like that's what we all wait for. We all wait mm-hmm. for what's, what's about to happen with this. Sooner or later, it's going to happen. Sooner or later, they're going to kick going hard out the nation. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just waiting for it. But, but yeah, yeah. the let the last thing I have it's it's gonna be something quick. There's rumors swirling that Sasha Banks is going to a um, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Stevie, are you buying any stock in this rumor, or are you just waiting to see until it actually happens? Man, I, I yeah, I believe it when I see it, man. Listen, it's this, one of those, right? It's one of those because. There are a few things that I just don't believe in in my heart. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in my heart that Sasha wants to go anywhere else, especially with Triple H in charge. Because I feel like there hasn't been a boss more connected to and pushing for her success than Triple H. 
I don't believe that with Triple H in charge, she would want to go somewhere else. Yeah. But at the same time, depending on how Triple H's team feels about her, technically she's part movie star now. So mm. it could be a possibility that she wants to go to New Japan. Mm-hmm. And I think her style might be more appreciated in New Japan because it's not the most smooth style, but it is, she can tell a story very well. Mm -hmm. And with the right partner, there is a lot of chemistry that overrides some of the sloppiness between moves. Yeah. So while I think her going to New Japan would not be a detriment to her. Mm -hmm. I don't know that her heart is in going somewhere outside of WWE unless she's truly pissed off the staff over there and they don't want her back. Yeah. Which could also be the case. She could be going there because they don't want her back and they're not trying to negotiate no more. Mm -hmm. um, that being said, my money is on watching the Rumble this year. Okay. Because if she don't come back at the Rumble, and she because when is that New Japan show? Uh, beginning of January. Yeah, if she's not in that Rumble and she's not at Wrestle Kingdom, then my money's back on WWE for the main, the Raw after Mania, the SmackDown after Mania. But if she don't show up at the Rumble, um, she could be going to New Japan. But my money's okay. on the Rumble. Okay. My money's on her coming back at the Rumble and possibly running it back with Bianca, possibly going at it with Ronda because they haven't really gone at it like that. Yeah. It it just depends, but I see the horsewomen all coming back now, mm -hmm. even if I thought Charlotte might leave. It's, it, it's a wait and see thing for me. I'm Does it does it fit? Yeah, you can kind of see it happening because they could use some more American eyes on the product and Sasha Banks has eyes on her, whatever she does. But on the flip side, you know, Sasha's acting now. She's got an award-winning CBD company. She's she's doing a lot of other things. She has her feather and a lot of caps, so to speak. So I will tell you what, though. If she's going to come back to wrestling... She should only go to those places. I wouldn't go to AEW. Fuck no. Oh, excuse my French, but and, and fuck no. <laughs> like, like, excuse, and I'll do it for a third time. Excuse yeah. my French. Fuck no. It's it's overrated. It's they don't. There's already major criticism to their women's division. Yeah, and, and, Jade, and no offense, but no offense, bro. But if they Jade, already have if you beat Jade, I'm pissed. Yeah, they already have a Sasha. They don't need another Sasha. They got Jade. Jade is enough. Mm -hmm. Jade is more than enough, actually. She's probably more successful in, in, her, in her time as TBS Women's Champion. Than Ooh, that's know. a hot take. Ooh, that's a hot take. I mean, no, but like a career, like... We're going we gonna uh, to need D here on... We go. No, no, no. We're going to need D the Toy Hunter on here because I want to hear his opinion on it. Here we, we go. Let, let me jump out the window, D. 
Zayda's probably had a better career momentum than Sasha Banks has ever had in her entire career. Jade is Jade is beating Sasha Banks. I think from a fan perspective, probably eight to nine out of 10 times. Mm -hmm. Jade has been booked more dominant. She's been taken more serious. She's been proven a better winner, uh, winning percentage, more likely to win, um, stronger on the mic than damn near everybody they put in front of her. Yep. Sasha maybe has had more, more competition, um, more steeper competition, but Banks hasn't exactly won any of those. No, not since NXT. Well, I'm. I meant he. Was, I meant I want to hear his point because I think he's going to agree with you. But it's just going to be hilarious to hear mm. you try to explain it. It's just it's crazy, but it just feels that way. Like yeah, Jade is like the perfected for like. All right, she's <laughs> the closest a, thing to perfect. I'm, I'm gonna get a little nerdy for you. Um, for Pokemon fans. Sasha Banks, this is going to sound really insulting. I hope we never interview Sasha Banks after she hears this, if she ever hears this. Nobody ever shows this to Sasha Banks. If you're looking at it in Pokemon terms, mm-hmm. Sasha Banks is essentially stage one. Oh. Yeah, this is, about to, this is going to sound so bad. Nobody ever shows this to Sasha Banks. I still want that interview. Stage two is Bianca Belair. And stage three is Jade Cargo. At least Bianca stage two. Yeah, no, yeah. She's she's what they wanted Sasha to be. Yeah. And then this is I it sounds bad. <laughs> it sounds bad. No, because it sounds bad. And Sasha's Sasha's in Disney. Sasha's doing amazing things. Sasha's, you know, related to Snoop Dogg, and that's great. But in my relevance. <laughs> It's nothing. You you just just shoveling more dirt, yo. And the and the relevance of barbershop talk, bro. You are third on that list. Is Jade Bianca Sasha? Them Sasha that them Sasha stands are going to be coming at you. I know shovels and pitchforks. Listen, I'm gonna hear it. Come at me on Twitter. It's fine, but. I'm, I'm putting Jay over 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 Chef Sasha. Hey, I don't. Uh, she shouldn't you, be there. It'll be better for her in Japan because they don't have a lot of American um, women's wrestlers, and they need they need it. It'd be better for her to come back to WWE because they can write better for her and take better care of her. But if you go to AEW, you're essentially going to be drowning in the water. She's gonna come back. She's gonna come back from Japan like Lord Tensai. I mean, you gotta remember, like. These women in AEW, though they not getting the best credit, they be some of the toughest Jones. Like mm-hmm. you can't take that to Impact Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Jordan Grace is gonna kill you. Mm-hmm. You can't take that to AEW. Britt Baker's gonna kill you. <laughs> like like it's, it's these women are on a different level. Yeah, I and agree. I just don't think she's there. I just don't think she's there. I agree. So that's so, my take. Kill me if you want to. Hey, you know, we're just going to see what the Sasha stands decide. <laughs> but I think with that being said, we've hit the end of our line. It's yes, time sir. for us to get to these shout outs. Wrap it Who, up. Who's taking them first, me or you? 
Uh, I'll take him. Okay. All right, guys. This is my figure four. Doghouse Gaming for all your retro gaming needs. Please go follow him on Facebook and Instagram. Doghouse Gaming. All right. Next, the Dirty Heels podcast. Go follow those guys on Twitter. Dirty Heels. I'm a heel by nature, so you know where my heart lies with this. Third, H2O Hardcore Hustle Organization. Um, H2O Wrestling on Twitter. Shout out to these guys. Um, There's somebody I know, Rocket, over there that is cousin of a friend. He's amazing. He's been in the ring with Joey Janela. He's been wrestling at the pod before. Shout out to Rocket. Shout out to H2O. And last but not least, from under the Apron podcast uh, on TikTok. Go follow those guys over there. And uh, that's my figure four. Gotcha. So I'm going to do my figure four as well. First things first, we're going to kick it off with the homie and the leader of the RK family, RK Pop. This guy does all types of wrestling streams when it comes to playing wrestling games, doing the watch-alongs for the pay-per-views, or excuse me, premium live events now. <laughs> so if you guys want to check him out, you can go check him out over there on YouTube, as well as Dita Toy Hunter. This man finds any type of wrestling figure you can think of, be it AEW, WWE. This man just found a Conan and a Jim Cornette figure. <laughs> yeah, he know. did. I saw that. I don't know how you find a, a Cornette and a Conan. How you found a Conan is crazy. I mean, me and him are gonna need to talk about that Conan, but go check him out if you want to see somebody do some dope wrestling hunts. And then we got to shout out our Twitch homie, official DJ Blade. Always shows us mad love. You can mm. check him out on Twitch every Tuesday and Thursday, seven thirty p.m. Eastern. Just pop in there, say hey, the jobber sent me. What's up? Go hang out, meet some new people. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, we have a new shout out this week. The Wrestling Depot is a brand, brand spanking new podcast. How new, you might ask? They just recently had their first episode ever. Mm-hmm. But they've been showing us love on IG. They've always been awesome people. So we're going to shout them out. Go check out their first episode on Spotify, all other podcasting platforms, and show them some love. And I think that's it for this week. Steve, you got anything else you want to add before we sign out? I think I'm good. I think I'm good. Mm. Yep, send this home. All righty. Well, guys, thank you for tuning in. As always, you know where you can find us on Instagram, on Spotify, Apple Music, Twitter, Facebook. Don't forget to check out the dangerousjobberswebsite.com. Uh, YouTube, TikTok, all that good stuff. Always check out the dope content we have in store. But that's it for this week. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you stay up. Make sure you stay blessed. And as always, stay dangerous. dangerous.